This podcast is part of the Colored Commentary Network. Colored Commentary Network. Colored Commentary Network. Colored Commentary Network, where inclusivity matters. Shut up and sit down. Round face and my fucking pointy chin. Your lady Alex Jones face. That so did felt I too. hateful. It's and not pointed like <laughs> my chin. It's not hateful. He wasn't. He didn't always look like a toadstool. Yeah, but he does now. <laughs> he looks like a he looks like a bloated bullfrog. Like if you soaked it in formaldehyde for like and it's formaldehyde and like shut. Yeah, but like not just formaldehyde. Like formaldehyde and like. The frogs, alcohol. the frogs you dissect in, like, the eighth grade. Yeah, That's but, like, if you, like, like, pumped it full of, like, fucking roids. And coke. Yes. Also, well, welcome back to The Last Dead, a podcast where <laughs> two friends <laughs> chat about lesser-known crimes, marginalized victims, and missing white woman syndrome. I'm Amber Frangi. I'm Jessica Jones. And we're back after a couple of weeks. We're not terribly behind schedule for once in our lives. No, I am just um, busy and a piece of shit. Yeah, well, you which seems to be on brand for me. Very on brand, mm. but you have, in your defense, been out of town for work. So yeah, I'm cur- I'm not at the time that we're recording us, but the time over here. Sorry, y'all. Sorry, trying to figure out learning curve. Apparently, um, by the time oh Jesus, those were my <laughs> keys. Um, by the time this goes up, I'll be back in the town that I'm doing training for my job in, which is like a yeah. hundred miles away from my home. So, you know, at least it's that's not fun. like out of state or anything. Terrible no, like it's that. just in a gross, grungy college town. I don't think Gainesville's that grungy. I think Tallahassee's about 10 times worse. <laughs> Gainesville has about 10 times more meth. Florida. Now that's just the you nature that's of Florida. Just also, Florida. where you work has probably the most meth. That is very true. So much. The county I work in is just meth county. Dirt roads. Dirt roads and crank. It's literally all dirt roads and Tina. Yep. Just Tina driving down the fucking unpaved road. Just the unpaved road signaling signaling to the farms on the wayside. Ooh. The worst. My accent came out real really thick right there. I'm so sorry. That doesn't help with the Alex Jones thing. It doesn't. <laughs> I'm sorry. I work in the country, so it's I just it's going to progressively get worse because, like, God, it really is. I can hear it. It's really bad. Maybe it'll I'm start so losing sorry. melanin, too. I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> anyway. Some people find Southern accents charming. I'm not one of those people, but some people No, do. there's a big... Uh, it's awful. Uh, Horrific history associated with yeah. it. Yeah. You know, just casual. Although I guess you'd have to be more genteel to really, really bring that history to Yeah, it's, it's not full, a it's not circle. a very uh Georgia Southern Lady troll. <laughs> it's very I'm from Florida. I got a thick ass country accent. And I sound like I do Coke. Oh yeah. Florida Southern and Georgia Southern, despite the fact that we're basically in South Georgia, somehow we're very different. Yeah, uh Georgia is very a little um, bit classy sometimes, depending on where you are. Yes. Georgia is very um, bougie. Blanche Devereaux is Georgia. Yes. Florida is... Um, Flora that, Bama Shore. It's very... That photo of my face photoshopped onto an alligator. <laughs> Which, you know what? We can post the podcast Twitter if people would like... that out. You know what? I'm just going to tweet that photo out right now with no context Our illustrious host. You have to tweet something out. But anyway... Um, Should I do it from the podcast Twitter or mine? 
I don't care. <laughs> I'm going to do it from the podcast, one, but should... I'm going to have, like, no context with it. Okay, just three picture. minutes of banter is too much for most people. Attention Sorry. fans, man. Sorry. We're talking about uh, Shy Shy Pate today. So, some background on this. This is a disappearance case, and it is still unsolved because of fucking course it is. But uh, this was actually, the, or an article about this more specifically, was actually the reason I wanted to start this show. So that's fun fact. Full circle, man. Yeah, full circle. I don't know why it took us so long to cover it. I think just because it's depressing and like, there's not a lot of coverage, meaningful coverage about it, but the only meaningful coverage is in long form. We also have very short attention spans and get long- diverted by random cases that we just like find. Yeah, that also too. And like sometimes more recent cases come up and especially with missing person cases, it feels, it's good. I love it. Sorry. I just saw the picture of me, my face photoshopped onto an alligator again and it's just abs, it's gold. You just say something about Florida. You gotta have oh. some context okay. with that, dude. Yep. We're gonna delete that. Yeah. All right. We'll start over. Just make a Florida joke. Anyway. What's a good Florida joke? I don't know any. I don't know. We've lived here for so long. We're just mired in the trash. I'll find one later. We got this. Okay. Anyway. So anyway, uh, like as Jessica said, we're talking about the disappearance of Shy Shy Pate. Uh, she was born Shyakemia Shirez Pate, but she was known by Shy Shy, which is like a family nickname. Oh, I actually found out where they got the yeah. um, ending <laughs> for Shykemia. From um, leukemia. Yeah. Uh her mother, Veronica, was in a, I think, like, a grocery store or something and saw one of those uh, coins for leukemia donation yeah. boxes and saw the word leukemia and thought it sounded really pretty, that's so really she just funny. took kemia. I mean, that's... Shykemia. Yeah, it's not not a pretty word, but it's an awful thing. <laughs> yeah, it's very, like... I wish y'all could see the face that I'm making. Yeah, it's a lot, but... It's, it's just a little confused, but... Cute Beautiful name, name. yeah. Shykemia Shirez Pate. Yeah. Cute name. It ended up and being a cute Shy name. Shy is so very cute. cute. And she was a really cute little kid. Not that, again, Ugh. that matters, but very cute kid. Anyway, she went missing from Unadilla, uh, Georgia, in the fall of 1998. Uh, she was only eight years old at the time, which you should keep in mind for later. Yeah, she's literally Because that becomes important. Eight. She just started the third grade. She's, I, lo- I don't know, a couple months out from her birthday i think so she was like a couple months or a couple weeks it something was, yeah she was she's, turning nine like that fall or winter very uh, little girl so as with many towns in the south uh youth sports and particularly football are a big deal in unadilla on september i also have no idea if i'm pronouncing that right but i was it is thinking is. uh unadilla just because like, just because it's georgia i guess maybe who knows but on September 4th, 1998, Shy Shy's older sister, Laswanda, was getting ready for a home game later that evening. Uh, she was performing with the color guard because she was a senior member of the ROTC. While waiting for her sister to finish getting ready, Shy Shy went to just play outside for a little while. Which, like, little kids do. Like, yeah. if your also, older sister yeah, is, like, you're eight, the- that's, like, the exact age you'd just be dicking around outside all day. Yeah, like, especially if your sister's in the bathroom, like, doing her hair and makeup and everything, you're gonna go play outside. You're bored. Yeah, that would be very boring. And, like, again, football games are... Short or high school football games are historically a very big deal in the South, and it's not uncommon, especially if any of your kids are, like, performing for the whole family to go and it, to be, like, a yeah. whole last thing. Like, literally, if you don't know anything about sports in the South, watch the show Friday Night Lights. Or watch We Are Marshall, which is about yeah. a different part of the South, but exactly, also but a good movie. Or Remember the Titans, which is arguably a better movie. Also, arguably, they made us watch that, like, 500 times in high school, and I'm emotionally scarred from it. 
Maybe just watch that a lot too. What the fuck is that? It's because it was like a <laughs> Christian-y football movie and we went to high it's schools that were really very good. surrounded with the idea yeah, I went of to Catholic football. school. And I just went to like a Southern Baptist high school. Awful. But anyway. Terrible. So Laswanda uh, remembers... Oh, wait. I skipped over something. Sorry, y'all. The Love area that. <laughs> that the Pates lived in was largely considered rough. I'm putting those in quotation marks because, like, you know. Uh, drug activity was pretty common, and it generally happened kind of out in the open. Uh, but kids had always been protected after and up until Shy Shy's disappearance. The sheriff's office, or after she... They pointed this out afterwards, but until and every year since, so 21 years now... Uh, no child has ever disappeared or been kidnapped in that county. Which is crazy. Like, or I guess coming from us, like living in a city where all manner of terrible things happen all the time, that's crazy. Like clearly, like spoiler alert, they didn't find her. So they clearly didn't find who whoever who did it. took her. But the fact that no one else had been taken up until that point does lead me to think that it would be a stranger. Yeah, because if there was somebody lurking or if someone new in the town, like if there was an... Especially since... I'm going to keep saying Unadilla because that's just how it looks. <laughs> right. It's a small town. If there's somebody that, like, you, if, like, if your child was taken and it was someone in the town. There would be suspicions about yeah, that person. They would be, rumors. like, that one weird guy with the white van with no windows. Yeah, the one single, like, 28-year-old who just lived in town for some reason, even though everyone else is with their family. Alternately, lived in his mother's basement. Yeah, yeah, like the one fuck-up white guy that everyone knows. That's usually it. Like, he doesn't buy the light bulbs that are the... He doesn't buy the white light bulbs. He buys the yellow-white light bulbs. So it just looks like a 70s horror movie all the time. Yes. And he has it replaced in a while, so the light's flickering. Gross. And it just looks like piss everywhere. Yeah, he probably has a pee bottle next to his bed. Ew. Ew, okay. It's that guy. This is getting gross. That's why it... Anyway... The point of that being, that's what leads me to think that this was potentially a stranger. Yeah. Also, something I think this is, so we took a lot of our research from, and like kind of as a jumping off point, used a BuzzFeed piece, which like, briefly, BuzzFeed laid off most of its editorial staff, so that's highly depressing. I think this was written by somebody who maybe lost their job. Yeah, and it's also like, especially depressing after they released that incredible piece on Donald Trump. Yeah, which they like, laid off their national security news team. Yeah, like, y'all literally laid them their off whole national after team. they did Pulitzer Prize winning, like, we want effort use, on that piece. Such a, like, I mean, that's, like, the name of journalism, right? Like, we want to use your brain and your genius and then fuck yourself. Literally that. And it's, I can guarantee none of these people were paid, like, a decent wage while they were working at BuzzFeed. Because they, were, they weren't part of the uh, video staff. They were probably paid okay for where they live, but... Not what they should have Probably the equivalent to what we're paid. Like, is what I'm... In their cities. Like Which is would, not, like, a lot. It's le- it's a little less than a teacher's salary, so it's nothing. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much. That's probably what they were making. But no, I've coincidentally considered applying there before, and now I never would. But... <laughs> well... Coincidentally, they probably they're probably not hiring right now. Yeah, or they or they're going to do what a lot of huge companies do: fire everybody, then hire a bunch of new people, and then so they can pay them, them like a, le- a lower salary. Yes, which is fucked up. But anyway, not the point. But that we took a lot of this information from a piece there. They had such because I mean, sadly, since everybody got laid off, they had some really gifted reporters who did some really intense investigative work over the years, especially the past few years. And this was, I think, in twenty fourteen or. 2015 but uh there's a lot of really interesting just tidbits and quotes and one of the things i found particularly interesting is that there's a note that known drug dealers helped search for her 
Yeah, they they were literally super cooperative with the police force. Which, like, as somebody who's worked in criminal justice, that's not usually very common. Yeah, although I will, to be fair, by drug dealers, they could mean, like, pot dealers for all we know. Oh, this was written in 2017. Damn, I don't know why I thought it was earlier than that. I still don't know if the woman who wrote this has a job, which makes me sad. But, anyway... Um, so yeah, even yeah. the whole neighborhood ended up searching for her immediately after she went missing. I think the main point of them saying that was just to show that it was like literally the Still entire tight-knit. community. Yeah. And <laughs> like, just, it wasn't just like the people who lived in her neighborhood who were like the moms of the neighborhood. It was like literally the entire fucking neighborhood. And I think it's interesting. Like, this is a thing, like, particularly when we're referring to places as rough areas that I want to keep in mind is that drug activity and like... I don't know. Low income living doesn't necessarily indicate violence. And Drug activity happens everywhere at every class level. Yeah, it just depends on what it looks like. Like it, the money makes it look different. Basically, the money makes it less visible. Yeah, some because there are more spaces to do it in if you can afford more space. <laughs> There's also like, and unfortunately, like usually higher quality drugs that are more designer. Yeah. Although designer drugs are scary. Don't do the don't do don't, designer drugs. Don't. Don't do fuck anything. with research chemicals. You know what? Just don't do anything that's not, like, weed. Yeah, that's a good rule of thumb. Like, don't go harder than that. It's gonna fuck don't you Don't go over. harder than weed, and, like, personally, avoid prescription medication when you can. Yeah, I would... If you don't need it, don't If you don't need it. it for your mental health... Or your physical health. Don't Or your physical it. health. I'm not talking, like... Just don't do pills for fun. They're real bad. Yeah, like, especially, like... We honestly, also... Any, like, pain medication, I, I personally will never take one. Like, it gives me the heebie-jeebies... Now. <laughs> it gives me the heebie-jeebies now. Um, <laughs> but, like, the idea of getting an opioid addiction... Yeah, trust me, you don't want to fuck with that. Yeah, no, it literally, like, gives I've me a panic attack. have thinking about witnessed it. some uh, awful things. Yeah, same. Florida is, like, uh, the haven for opioids. We, like, are basically to blame for the opioid crisis. So. Sorry. But anyway, yeah. Drug activity doesn't necessarily indicate violence. It can, depending on, like, the level and the type of people selling and if they're I don't know real money hungry but even though again described as a rough area everybody kind of knew each other everybody took care of each other and in the neighborhood is like were the people going out and trying to find her yeah no one else leans into the stranger drove by grounder personal opinion but before she so Laswanda later on in interviews and I think to the police when they finally paid attention uh, said she last saw Shy Shy standing at the intersection closest to their apartment and remembers waving to her before leaving to pick up a friend really quick like a nearby friend yeah um Shy Shy was like not across the street from their apartments but like towards the street she was towards the street near like a neighbor's home so she was kind of outside of the apartment complex like at the end of a street near where a neighbor who lived near an intersection yeah so she was probably like on her way to somebody's home to like play with friend or something yeah their friends more than likely uh at the time she was wearing a neon green atlanta braves jersey jeans and white k-swiss sneakers that is such a cute little outfit it's very cute it's also very like late 90s kid outfit i had so many k-swiss sneakers (laughs) I think we all did. They were very, very big. And you had to trade out the laces for colorful ones. Yes. If you didn't, you weren't cool. I also think we had to briefly wear their shoes on, like, cheerleading teams I was on for a little bit. Yes. Oh, my God. Do you remember those? Like, you would get your team color, like, slides to put. They were awful. Anyway. um, But when Laswanda and her friends circled back to the spot where Shy Shy had been standing, she was nowhere to be found. 
nowhere to be found. And at first, she actually didn't worry about it. She figured that her sister might have just gotten a ride with somebody else because, again, tight knit neighborhood. I don't small town. They're I think going her to the high school. Parents might have game. even still been home. At least one of them. They know their neighbors. They probably have family in the area. Like, yeah. Totally. It's not out of the realm to think that she could have, like, gotten a ride somewhere to go to the game. Yeah. Especially since she's, like, eight, almost nine. She can articulate And she was what near she a neighbor's house that she likely knew. She could exactly. have just with them. And, like, in small towns, there's, like, one high school. So it's, like, everybody's going to this game. Yeah. It's, like, it's literally a Friday night lights situation. Like, yeah. Friday nights, you go to the high school football games. That's what people do. It was, yeah, it was the social event. So it's, like, all the adults are heading there, and it's not... That's, like, a rational leap to take, but... Like, small towns, you have two things to do. The high school football game... Or meth. Or a bar. <laughs> or meth. Sorry. That is... It's oof. a drug-reference-heavy episode. I don't know why. It is also Florida and Georgia. That's true. Yeah. But it didn't hit home that something was wrong. Nobody really thought anything was amiss until Oswanda returned from the game without Shy Shy in tow. That's when Veronica called the police, which, again, not super long after she'd gone missing, probably, like, four or five hours... Uh, but this is also where the story gets super infuriating, so oh, get ready Jesus. for this. Yep. So upon contacting the police, uh, Veronica was told that Shy Shy needed to be missing for a full 24 hours before a missing persons report could be filed. Ooh, I've got a Which is, yeah, like, scream-inducing. That's, this, like, literally not even how it works, either. No, it's not how it works, and it's a weirdly common misconception about adults who go missing, and which is true in some jurisdictions, but not universally at all. But Shy Shy was eight- as we said earlier, she was, like, barely a month into the third grade. She was a little kid. She wasn't even, like, a teenager. Yeah, so it's not even like they could, like, claim she was a runaway. I think they tried to at one point. But, yeah. That's gonna make me have an actual fucking aneurysm. Another case that is mentioned in the piece we uh, took a lot of the research from, that does happen with, like, a nine-year-old, nine- or ten-year-old girl. I know. And we'll talk about that oh. on a different episode. But, yeah, it's fucking rage-inducing. So this fuck up wasted precious ass time. As we've mentioned with a lot of other cases, the first 48 hours are crucial in missing persons investigations. Especially for missing children cases. Like if a child is going to live past being abducted, it's, it's gonna either, it's do or die in the first 24. Yeah, because... I mean, if somebody thinks they've gotten away undetected, they're eventually going to freak out and try to cover their tracks. So it's tracks, which normally means murdering their victim. And like, unfortunately, that is the reality of cases like this, especially with stranger abductions. And it was one of those, at least from all signs point to that. Also, I can't remember if I put it in their notes or not, but Shy Shy was a very sick child. Yeah, I got that. She was sick all the time. She had frequent infections. I think they were in her like she Kidneys? had, here's what she had. I actually have one of the ailments, two of the ailments Oh, she had. I see it. Okay. Yeah. So she had severe asthma, which living in the South, I also have pretty bad asthma. It's, uh, there's a lot of pollen. Hell. I just got over an asthma flare, actually. It's fucking terrible. There's a lot of pollen and we have soup for air. Yeah. It's, it's not a great George is not any better either. Um, and they have harsher winters. So like she's oh, okay, probably okay. going through it. I see where you put it in the notes. Yeah. Okay. But she also had a kidney issue that she needed mm-hmm. surgery for at one point. Also, I have the same kidney issue. It's very common, but particularly in the 90s, I don't think like, I don't know, there wasn't a lot of the same sort of technology we have now. And if it's severe enough to need surgery, which mine also was, it's really bad. Yeah. So chronic kidney infections, you have to be like, this is TMI, but especially with eight people with vaginas, you need to be like much more careful about cleanliness and hygiene. And like little, even though she was old enough to, you know, take care of herself, if she got sick, like you need like your mom to help you out and like, make sure you're okay. And 
bathe you and stuff, but, like... And, like, especially with all of these, like, chronic ailments, that the first 24, is she has, she clearly is not going to have access to any of her medications. She might be I mean, somewhere even, dirty. Especially There's, with kidney stuff with little kids in particular, if you have to hold your pee for too long, like, you can get a kidney infection. And that yeah. could kill somebody with this condition, especially if her surgery was particularly recent. Exactly. And, like, even just, like, having an asthma attack. If she doesn't have her inhaler and isn't able to go to the people hospital. People die from this all the time. And people yeah. have asthma attacks from getting surprised or scared. Literally. Like, you could have an asthma attack because you just breathe in wrong. Yeah, and being surrounded, again, fall in Georgia, polleny weather, and being, if somebody came up behind her, she could have immediately had an asthma attack. Yeah. Which or might like, be what happened, honestly. In my head, I live in, like, a fucking fantasy world. I'm thinking, she like, all I can picture is her getting, like, surprised, thrown into a back of, like, a fucking white windowless van. Ooh. It's dusty back there. Yeah. Like, oh. a lot with... It's a horror story. With these particular, like, asthma and kidney problems, again, particularly with young young kids who, you can't, who are in dirty stuff by nature, and she was, like, an athletic little kid... You need, like, clean spaces and access to new clothes. And yeah, because your lungs just can't process what's yeah, going on. Yeah, you can't be in certain areas or around certain, you know, allergens. And, like, I don't know, being taken from her home from, like, a space that was, like, assuredly, like, safe and, per- like, safe for a, a sick kid is already a huge risk factor. Even if she just got lost or something, that's a huge risk factor. Let exactly. alone the nefariousness of being kidnapped. So in the BuzzFeed article we mentioned earlier, uh, Randy Lamberth, who is the investigator that ultimately led the search for Shy Shy when the police finally fucking got involved, says he wished they had gotten involved immediately, not the next morning, which was about 16 hours after she went missing. Yep. So almost the whole first day gone. Uh, but while the sheriff's office is quick to blame the ignorance of a rookie cop who just like fucked up, although like you should not be already working if you can make that big of a mistake, I don't think. But uh, Veronica thinks... Because that's, like, a big fucking mistake. That's not even, like, a casual, like... That is a fundamental fuck-up. But Veronica thinks there's something much more sinister at play, and I'm inclined to believe, to agree with her. But in this piece, she said, We're a lower-middle-class black family with no money, and my criminal record has stopped people from looking for my child, which it should not. And she's fucking right. Which, like... Infuriating. Yeah, it's also... (laughs) This is gonna sound, like, really shitty, but it is something that, like, not happens but like in I mean it, like a child welfare field like when you're looking at people's priors with the department like I'm not saying I think they hers had was any. like bad checks or something shit stupid like yeah. it wasn't like a vi- a violent crime or even like a drug crime yeah like I'm just no, I giving you. like a personal little anecdote like if we're looking at somebody's like history at the department we see that they've got like a rap um, sheet yeah like they've got like several confirm like she has uh, one on her record exactly <laughs> a singular thing so like if they've got like one prior with the department and it's like not verified or not substantiated which like there is a difference yeah a lot of people do not understand that there is a difference between not verified and not substantiated not substantiated just means that we couldn't prove it yeah it happened but we can't prove it um but like if they've got one verified like they have one verified for like substance abuse we're gonna look at them hella close but they clearly have nothing going on she has both if there was something going on she wouldn't have two kids in her custody literally like and that's like, not a thing but it's, like she's a black woman she would not have two kids if she actually had like a serious rap sheet and like that was kind of the whole point of me like going through that little like spiel bullshit was that 
literally the only thing on her rap sheet, which, like, I hate using that term. Yeah. It just gives me, like, the willies. I don't know. It just... It just sounds gross. Whatever. Like, her record, it had, like, a thing for... It's like a financial crime. Like, which which is... Which, like, is so fucking common. And some people do it by accident, and even if she didn't, like, it's... Like, if you accidentally have not enough money in your bank account... Yeah, you can fuck. bounce a check super fucking easily. When I worked for the library, if you had a bounce check, we automatically charged you an additional $25. Yeah, like, institutions do that all over it's the place. So it's so insane. It's super fucked. But, again, like, she's right, though. Like, what happened to Shy Shy yeah. is something that happens to way too often. I mean, I don't think it should happen at all, but it happens particularly often to girls of color and black girls and women in particular. Even well-meaning law enforcement officers and other officials are really quick to dismiss uh, missing black children as runaways, uh, fleeing from troubled homes, or maybe, like, even more insidiously, like, casualties of bad neighborhoods that don't even deserve investigating. Yeah. And it sucks, but I mean, like, we've done a lot of cases like this where, like, black, like, upper elementary to teenage girls go missing, and people are like, it was probably on purpose. Oh, it's so infuriating, yeah, it's, but it's so, and like the South is hell if you're not white. Like South is, hell. I mean, it's hell in general. But like, if you're a person of color, and like the darker you are, the worse it gets. But like, if you're a person of color in the South, the police are not kind to you. Like already, even if you're doing nothing wrong. Yeah, that's just like a fact. Yeah, that's just like I think any progressive person is like. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, like, yeah, no shit. Like, <laughs> like, like, oh, that was that like a question or a statement? Yeah, like, are we just saying obvious things now? Are we just like blurting out like known truths? <laughs> but yeah, like, it's just it's disgusting. But it's totally rooted in racism and classism. And like, it's really even though she has a criminal record, like, even if it was for something worse, it's just like. Our laws are so... Like, it literally has nothing to do with what's it has actively to, happening to her. It has nothing to do with that, but it's like, our laws are sort of designed to fuck over black and brown people, so... Literally. When they have records, a lot of the times, it is shady. It's not necessarily... Like, they probably shouldn't have been convicted very often. So it's kind of just like, can you even take that seriously looking well, at this like, case? With our criminal justice system, you're... They say you're innocent until proven guilty, but, but you're true. treated as if you're guilty until they prove you're innocent. on your skin color and yeah. your sexuality and whether or not you're trans or cis and how much money you have. It's so dependent like, on all of those things. When I was with the public defender's office, I would be in the jail every day, and a lot of these people told us that they were going to plead guilty just so they could get out. Probably because they didn't want to lose their fucking job. Exactly, because, like, there were several people who were, like, crying and asking me, it's like, hey, do you know when I'm going to get out? I have to be at work tomorrow. Yeah, and often people who are in these situations are working hourly jobs where you lose your job if you don't come in. And Like, even if you try to get, like, even, like if you try to call out with a lot of these jobs, they'll fire you because yeah. they want somebody who can if be there at their beck and call. And, I don't know, it's just, it's so... Frustrating. It's gross. Like ninety five percent of misdemeanor cases are involved end up with people pleading guilty, even yeah. if they're not actually guilty. Yeah, it's, it's just a tremendously get it, common. It's just to get the uh, and that's like, not a bullshit statistic. Process to start. It's like stop. actually true. Yeah, ninety five percent. Like it's literally just to get the process to stop. Yeah, just to be able, and then you're still stuck with like yeah. court fines and, and shit. you're 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 still fucked forever. Yeah, and it got and if you do lose your job because you were in jail when you shouldn't have been, but you can't do anything about it because you can't afford a lawyer and you can't afford to lose more work time, you're in a in the hole with all of these fees and fines and like. You don't have some sort of magical savings account, which, like, you probably don't if you're in this situation. Exactly. You're just fucked. So, like, it's hard to even take, like, 
the mom had a criminal record seriously like to me that's fucking nothing it it's literally such a nothing statement like yeah. okay cool what about it to quote my least favorite news channel it's a fucking nothing burger it's a fox newsism but it's kind of a good one <laughs> wait why do i actually like that though it's a it's fucking funny. nothing it's a burger. nothing burger but a hamburger <laughs> stop it's a nothing burger <laughs> it's a nothing burger honestly that's going to be the caption for the uh, picture of my face Just on a crocodile. It. Just, it's a nothing birder. It's a nothing birder. But it is. But La- anyway, uh, Lamberth did, or Randy, I call everyone else by their first names. I don't know why I'm calling him by his last name. But he did, at least seemingly, try to right his department's wrongs. Uh, he called out the Ger- Georgia Bureau of Investigation, who brought in the fire department and the Georgia State Patrol's aviation unit to escalate the search. Eventually, they were offering a $15,000 reward, but this so, was like, after her family had passed lie detector tests and what have you. Like, when I first heard this story, like, my, unfortunately, my main thought was, like, you know, what if she decided to just walk to the high school herself? I had that thought, too. I thought, you know, and honestly, that's something I probably would have done at eight or nine. Like, oh, it's not, it probably wasn't that far. It's a small exactly. town. It's probably a couple miles. So they could, she could feasibly be walking down the side of the street and get just taken. Or, yeah, or hit by a car and picked up by the person who hit her. Which, like, they they say in the BuzzFeed article that all of this, like, searching that they did was in the surrounding area of the home. Yeah. Which doesn't make any fucking sense to me if they're in a small town. Like, you you have the resources, just search. It's a finite area. The town. (laughs) Yeah. It's, that's. Another frustrating thing. And, like, I think they were probably trying to do their best and take, like, the neighbors and family at their word for, like, she was here, which is true. She was last seen there. But that doesn't doesn't mean mean that's where she was. And this is another thing where, like, if Shy Shy had been white, she would have probably gotten a significantly more thorough investigation even after it started. Because a lot of the fuck-ups were pre-police involvement, but there's still, like, way too many missed opportunities here. And so many. And I mean, you know, the measures they took, like calling out extra teams and extra units were good ones, but it still, it still did nothing. Yeah. Like it's too little too late. And I mean, all of the investigators were white and they still made missteps just like that were totally rooted in racism, like age progression photos that were released like over the years, which I don't remember when the last one was released, but somewhat recently, I think the past few years, they could never get her skin tone, her hair texture, even her lip shape. Right. Which, like... That's infuriating. Shouldn't be that hard. They have lots of pictures. It's not like her family didn't have any family photo albums. There's a shit ton of pictures of this little girl. And it's it not It shouldn't like, have been that hard. It's not like when somebody ages out their face, mystically changes into this whole new face. Yeah, like... You still look relatively like yourself. Yeah, like your hair might change in style and length and, like, at your Maybe face... Maybe color. Yeah, like, your face shape might, you know, be slimmer or longer or something after puberty, but, like, your skin color doesn't drastically change. Your skin tone, like, your undertones certainly don't change. Those are always the same. Yeah. Like, it's ridiculous. And it's just, like, I don't know. It's just hard to imagine that these missteps will be made with a white child. And, like, particularly with the age progression photo thing... It's going to make it her skin color, her hair texture and probably color and like her facial feature shape being wrong is going to make it much harder for anybody who, if she's alive, who comes into contact with her because they're not going to recognize her. And like, like that's just careless. And 
But beyond the racial bias of the department, their distinct lack of training, specifically sensitivity oh, training. Good lord, it was a mess. Yeah, it plagued the whole ass investigation. Uh, officers often, I mean, we've talked about this a little earlier, but officers often view family with criminal records like Veronica as, or family members with criminal records like her, as suspicious from the jump when a child of color goes missing. And again, like, our laws are designed to fuck over people of color, so... It's, it's like a double marginalization factor. It puts you at even more of a disadvantage. But the issues that affected Shy Shy's story are, of course, intersectional in more ways than one. Uh, the Pates, in addition to being a black family, were also, as earlier stated, lower middle class, and they didn't have a whole lot of disposable income, which I think, I mean, I, they weren't poor, poor, but like, I think they're about national average, like, yeah, probably as a unit making like 50k 60k a year which like you know isn't dirt poor or anything but it's you're okay like you're decently comfortable but yeah. you're not gonna go on a buy a fucking yacht or anything you don't no, have absolutely not gobs of money but unlike you know wealthy families who can pay for things like private investigators or you know third-party resources they were forced to rely completely on grassroots efforts, which, you know, over the years would include 5Ks that they were throwing in her honor to raise money, uh, selling t-shirts, stuff like that, to get the word out about Shy Shy on their own. And they were like, <sighs> sorry, I just had to yawn a little bit. I'm 80 years old. 80 years old. Um, like, the t-shirts were designed in-house. The, like, when I say in-house, I mean, like, in the family. I don't know why I said in-house. Like, it was a fucking corporation. <laughs> but, like, the family designed the t-shirts. They yeah, I think her older sister designed most of the t-shirts. Yeah. They, the, whole, the family is the one who coordinated the, the 5K. 5K. Like, it was all being done by them. So, the money that they were putting into this was, like, not unsubstantial at one point they held the 5k were making all these t-shirts and ended up being $500 in the red which is fucking infuriating to think about because it's like that is a lot of money that's a lot of money I mean that's a lot of money to me and like I said I probably make about what these parents did and like and do but it's even more infuriating when you consider like when somebody like Elizabeth Smart goes missing, or J.C. Dugar, or... Oh, and, like, the entire fucking Natalie media Holloway. cannot stop talking about yeah, it. Yeah, and it's the only thing on the news for, like, months and months and months. And even after that, when it fades a little bit, there's reminders all the time. This, this doesn't happen for little black girls. I don't know if you... Um, I can't remember if you included it in here or not, but there, this case was actually kind of what sparked the um, coinage of the term missing white woman syndrome. Yeah, I might have missed that. But yeah, it's... And like, there rightfully was like, fucking so. Yeah, there was some reporter lady, um, which, wow, <laughs> love that. There was like some reporter lady who reporter said... Lady. Um, oh, one second, I might have it. Uh, you have it somewhere around there. We'll let her find that. But... Oh, it was um, Gwen Eiffel. Eiffel? Eiffel? In 2004... She said um, to a reporter, a reporter to another reporter. Yeah. I don't. Anyway, I don't know how to phrase that. Continue. Um, a colleague. <laughs> if there is a missing white woman, we're going to cover that every day. Yeah, and, it's and that true. Like, co kind of coined the phrase "missing white woman syndrome." Yeah. If a little white girl or a missing white lady goes missing, that's going to occupy the news all the time. And unfortunately, because we live in a fucking world where women or girls are at increased risk no matter what. There are a lot of missing white women and girls, like a lot of them. And I mean, there are way more missing girls of color, but because there end up being these high profile cases of little blonde girls going missing, little black and brown girls just get fucked over. Like, yeah, they're just not covered because it's not as like sensational. Yeah, because not as many people are going to care because realistically, our culture's 
deeply racist and people who sit around watching day daytime news and stuff in the 24-hour news cycle are fucking racist. Yeah, like, the, they tend to be white Even people, if they so don't really admit only going to care about seeing other white people on TV. Yeah, and there's, like, I mean, there's been so many studies done about, like, your empathy levels increasing when people look like you and all this shit. Oh, yeah. And it's gross, but it's a reality, and it's, it's just, just how the brain works, but, and, like... And I mean, like, be an empathetic human being and try to see outside of your own skin tone. Yeah, but, like, for people who... For white people who don't experience marginalization, it's... I think... It's like they don't know how to do that sometimes. Yeah. Not everybody, but a lot. A depressing number of people. Too many. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I'm sorry. Jesus, dude. I'm sorry. But realistically, like as sad as this is to say, Shy Shy is probably not still alive. Uh, Detective Lambert says he realizes this, but he doesn't like to say it outright because the Pates think otherwise. Uh, they think she was probably kidnapped and maybe brainwashed to think her abductor was family, which is happened in a lot of other it's cases. It's definitely happened. But it is, it, quite frankly, it, that's not what happened. Yeah. And I mean, I think it would be foolish to completely rule that out because again, there are definitely cases where that does happen. Even, I just think with her health issues, there's yeah. no way she's lived this long. I don't, because there's no way her abductor knew about those. I'm inclined to agree with you, but he could have been stalking her or something. You don't know. Yeah. But I feel like in a small town, though, that would have been noticed. Maybe. This was also at the advent of, like, chat rooms and the internet becoming more accessible. So there's so many things that the police didn't investigate with this. So it could have been somebody who was, like, watching her. But either way, Lambert does have his own theory beyond just thinking she didn't survive. He says, My true theory is it involves one person and one person only. There was a man who provided information during interviews with investigators back in 1998 that aligned with the FBI's profile of the suspect. Uh, he goes on to say that he believes this man kidnapped and killed Shy Shy in a spontaneous fit of rage. But sadly, we still don't know for sure what happened to her even over 20 years later. Yeah, we're going to have the 21st anniversary of her Coming disappearance this, this year. Yeah. So the disappearance could drink. Jesus, that's fucking depressing. She would be almost I 30. I can't. Well, you're old enough to drink. <laughs> you just can't currently. I just can't. Even though you do. I... You're trying. I'm doing my best. But um, though we don't know what happened to her, we do know that her case was fucking terribly mishandled. Not just by the investigators. Like, astronomically. By so literally badly, everyone involved Including the media. As, I mean, we've kind of touched on this, but the local news stations will mention her cover, or cover her story every couple of years. But countless things have been, like, glossed over and never shared with the public in that area, including her health issues, which, again, really fucking important part of the story, uh, or the family's theory, or the detective's theory of what happened. Which you would think would be, like, something you would want to give to, like, the public so they would know what to be on the lookout for. Yeah, you would think if you were updating the general public about a missing child, you would be like, here's the going theory, here's what we think happened, and here's who we think did it. But for whatever reason, that has just never been shared at all. Uh, and it's, you know, again, as we just talked about, it's a textbook case of missing white woman syndrome. So much so that, uh, again, this story was what kind of triggered the show becoming a thing. For way too long, stories that don't fit the, like, kind of go-to media mold of pretty, angelic white women and girls abducted from idyllic suburban areas have just completely gone untold. 
And I think, like, or at least I like to think that this is changing a little bit. The article we based a lot of this on is, again, from BuzzFeed, which, despite gutting its editorial staff recently, is a really big national uh, publication. And They're a, a big deal. And outside of their uh, shitty which Ariana practice. Grande friend are you quiz, um, they do have a lot of very in-depth, incredible news pieces. Yeah. That, I don't like, know if they will anymore, but more than likely I'm not. so bitter about this, just like as it's, somebody else who writes for the internet. It's like sorry. genuinely fucking infuriating, yeah. especially with like how much money you know the company has and, and is worth. off of those people. But yeah, it's, they have some really hard hitting reports and investigations specifically about stuff like this. A lot of their crime, you know, research is really well done. And this is like the most in-depth and only sizable piece I could find on this case. Like literally the only one. Yeah. I think I found like one or two articles where she was briefly mentioned. And it was, when I say brief, I mean like super fucking brief. Like, oh, hey, remember when Shy Shy Pate disappeared? Anyway, back to this case. Yeah. Like, are you, it's like what? an offhanded reference, not like, a what? deep dive. What's going on, guys? But, I... I was curious. Yeah. And like, again, ideally, this is something that we're shifting. And even if it's happening slowly, there's lots of shows and zines and blogs and whatever, like ours that are trying to shine light on these cases and bring more attention to people to marginalized people who've been completely overlooked like Shy Shy. But it might, I don't know, like it just feels way too late to undo the harm here. Although, I mean, you know, hopefully this isn't something we continue doing. If people will, like, pull their heads out of their collective ass. Yeah, that's probably not going to happen in America. I don't know. I'm a bit, get rid of all the white dudes and maybe it'll happen. Not, like, kill God. them, but get rid I of mean, them in the media positions. I just... mean... <laughs> or that. You know what? You can't hurt to try it. Fully just Lord of the Flies all the just... white men in America. <laughs> I mean, they're very sensitive, so if you upset them, they'll go away. Isn't that, like, Alex Jones' favorite book, Lord of the Flies? Probably dead children eating each other. I'm sure he loves that. <laughs> Probably. Sure Jesus. He loves that. But anyway, while we don't have any real answers about where Shy Shy is today, her family still actively tries to keep her memory and her legacy alive. Uh, her sister, Laswanda, still organizes a 5K in her honor every year, along with a birthday balloon release, which is really cute. That is really sweet. Yeah. Bad for the environment. But very cute. But very sweet. <laughs> and through everything, give her a pass. they still hold out hope that she might be found, which is kind of inspirational, even if it's not incredibly realistic. It's, it's sad, though. It's, it's very genuine. Yeah. It's and I mean, I don't, you know, if I had a kid who went missing or a sister who went missing, I would probably... Search to the end of the Yeah, air. like I would still, in the back of my head, even if realistically I knew they weren't there, I think I'd probably have the same outlook, but... Just any, to like keep from falling into a pit of despair. Yeah, just to like keep yourself going. But uh, that is all we have for this very depressing case. Yeah, anyway. So, uh, I think we're, we're done for this week. Would you like to butt plug? Ooh, yes, I would like to butt plug. I haven't gotten to say that in a while. <laughs> uh, these are our butt plugs. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at the less... Um, what's our Instagram? At the less dead. I think so, at least. Yep, it's just the less dead. In, uh, Twitter is the less dead pod. You can email us case suggestions, uh, kind critiques, and concerns at the less dead podcast at gmail.com. And please do include the the. Yes. That is part of our name, despite um, what people I know think they think it's just called less dead and it's like no, no it's there's a the, the less dead also uh feel free if you'd like to join our Facebook group the less dead lounge I don't know why it's called that we're very uncreative 
I mean, I always feel I like I have ex- to say that. I have an excuse to be uncreative. You do not. I have to use my brain for other people's businesses uh, every day. It's really exhausting. But uh, we will be back next week with, I don't know, maybe some more optimism, something better. Who you knows? know what? We're, we're, we're doing our best to be optimistic. We're right? trying. That's all you can ask for. All right. Bye. We're out.